And we're back! We're back! Awesome! Hey allihopa! Hey allihopa! Which means, hello everybody! I'm Joachim, and with me in the studio, I've got my brother once again. Ludwig. Yay! Welcome tilbaka till Say It in Swedish. So today's topic is about verbs in the first conjugation group. That might sound a bit difficult, but at the end of this episode, you're going to be experts. We promise. We are also going to learn the days of the week and what you can do uh, to have a busy week. We don't want you to have too many heavy question marks in the backpack when you walk to your learning center. That's why we are going to explain what the conjugation groups are before we begin. There's no official way to categorize the Swedish verbs, but most textbooks or grammar books divide the verbs into four groups. Group number one. And our darling for today are the verbs that end with an A in imperative. You can construct Swedish verbs easily. You do that just by putting an A at the end of a word. So this is the group with the most verbs, which don't change in imperative. Group number two contains the verb that end with a consonant in imperative. Group number three, as opposed to group number two, contains the verbs that end with a vowel but no a. And last but not least, we do have the mean green irregular verbs. Done. That was all the conjugation groups, as we are going to call them. Before we listen to today's text, let's look at an example for group number one. Studera. The translation you should know by now, but we'll reveal it. It means to study. A second verb would be steda, which means to clean. Let's everybody press that stop button when I say it, and then rewind to go through the introduction once again. There is really a lot in there. So, we're going to get something to eat in the meantime. All right? It. Anders är en väldigt upptagen ung man. Han har alltid något att göra. På måndag pluggar han och handlar mat för hela veckan. På tisdag tränar han på gymmet och pluggar lite mer. På onsdag är det lillöda och han träffar kompisar efter alla dagens föreläsningar. På torsdag är han ledig och tittar på tv och lyssnar på musik. På fredag handlar han för helgen, mest snacks. Han gillar fredagar. På lördag joggar han och träffar sina kompisar igen. Sista dagen i veckan är söndag. Då tvättar och städar Anders för han är en bra gosse. Och nu med översättning. Let's listen to the translation. Anders är en väldigt upptagen ung man. Han har alltid något att göra. Anders is a really busy young man. He's always got something to do. På måndag pluggar han och handlar mat för hela veckan. Monday he studies and buys groceries for the whole week. På tisdag tränar han på gymmet och pluggar lite mer. Tuesday he's at the gym and studies a little more. På onsdag är det lillöda och han träffar kompisar efter alla dagens föreläsningar. Wednesday it's little Saturday and he meets some friends after the lectures of the day. På torsdag är han ledig och tittar på tv och lyssnar på musik. Thursday, he's free and watches tv and listens to music. På fredag handlar han för helgen, mest snacks. Han gillar fredagar. 
Friday he buys groceries for the weekend, mostly snacks. He likes Fridays. På lördag joggar han och träffar sina kompisar igen. Saturday he jogs and meets his friends again. Sista dagen i veckan är söndag. Då tvättar och städar Anders för han är en bra gosse. The last day of the week is Sunday. Then Anders does his laundry and cleans because he is a good lad. So now we are going to talk a little bit about the boring stuff. Which is? Grammar. Yeah. In Swedish, almost all verbs end on an A in the infinite form. This makes it easier to construct new words. In imperative and present tense, which are the tenses for today, the verbs really are a little different and that's why we've divided them into groups to make the learning a little easier. In imperative, the last letter is an A, which applies to all words in this group. In present tense, which is the tense we've used in today's text, we just add an R at the end. Yeah, so it's really just that easy. It's really easy to construct new verbs within this group. There are a lot of English verbs that we took and made our own. For instance, the verb to slide in. Some people just say in Swedish slida in. There you can hear that in the infinite form they just put an A on the English verb slide and we got our Swedish verb. Yeah, we do that with a lot of words, really. Chatta. Yeah, for example. To chat. Yes. Uh, it's a chat on the internet. Our example verbs from the beginning of this episode thus sound like this in the infinite form. Studera, städa, which means to study and to clean. And also in imperative studera and städa. In the present tense, however, they sound a little different. Studerar, städar, with this R at the end. In Swedish, we don't conjugate verbs after each person, like in English, Spanish, or German. You need to learn only how to conjugate the tense once. Yeah, so uh, it would sound something like this. Jag studerar svenska. Han studerar svenska. Vi studerar. Ni studerar. Etc. Can you hear that the verb stays the same? I can. Yeah, good. So, that was the grammar for today. Not that difficult, right? We do, however, have a little subtopic. The subtopic is the days of the week. They are all built with one word or a name of a Nordic god plus the word for day, which is dog. We want to say this because then you might learn the days of the week a lot easier. Maybe or maybe not. I don't know. But it's really interesting to see how those words are constructed. I would say the history of those words is the same as in English. You would see that the words are really the same words. Monday, for instance, is Monda. And is constructed with Måne, which means moon, and dog. Now, to the history lesson. Måne doesn't only mean moon, but is the name of an old Norse moon goddess. Tuesday is Tista, 
with the old god name Tyr plus dog. By the way, Tyr is the son of our next god, Odin, which is the same that we find in Unsta, Wednesday. Thursday is the day of the god Thor, and Friday the day of Freya or Frigg, Odin's wife. The origin is a little bit controversial. So you aren't really sure if it's Freya or Frigg or if it's in fact the same person or not. Sorry, I mean the same goddess or not. <laughs> On Saturday we've got the day to bathe according to Old Norse tradition. Thus the Swedish name of the day is Loda. Is constructed with the old verb lögase to wash oneself, plus, of course, the word for day once again. This word is really a Nordic word. I don't think that we have it in any other language than Swedish, Norwegian, Danish, for instance. The last day is Senda, and we build this word with the goddess name Sunna and dog. She was the goddess of the sun, and Sunna was also the word for sun in the Old Norse language. Thus, in English, you also say Sunday. But today, our word for sun is sul, and not Sunna anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> Or rather, oh my gods. Today, we had really a lot to discuss. Luckily, you can rewind and replay everything. Especially for the curious ones, we've got a little history lesson in the PDF. Because we talked so much about all gods. That's great. So, that was everything for today. So stay safe and see you next time. Heido! 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 Remember to stop by sayitinswedish.com for additional interactive material for this lesson, videos and more awesome resources for learning Swedish. And become a part of the Say It In Swedish community.